Thank you for listening to or watching the Upland Down Under podcast. Tonight's show is recording live on Wednesday, the 6th of November at 7.30pm EST. On tonight's show, we'll catch up on the crypto and Upland market news. As always, we'll check in on the neighbourhood ratings, wrap up November and make some predictions about what might be going to happen in December. We'll reflect on the recent Master Builders contest, although I just had quite a bit of a fun time trying to find where the results of that were um we've also got the inauguration of the city center plaza and the release of the owl upland book main topic for this evening of course will be upland is mixing it up in miami looking at some of the epic new changes they're testing out this time around but there's also um plenty to whine about for me because there's lots of Bloody tiresome things, apparently, that never change as part of it all. Anyhow, we've got some quips on new player engagement and totem valuations as well to throw in the mix. And don't forget that for a limited time only, i.e. for the remainder of December at Samurai Creeks, we're offering the Samurai Slave for just 29,000 UPX or 25 USD, the Love Heart Jacuzzi for $12 USD, and we've got the full set of five Christmas spirals down to 90,000 UPX or 75 USD, including all fees. Remember that to secure that, you've got to send me, Ben68, a DM. Um, all that more on this, the Upland Down Under podcast. If you're wondering how you can take part in the live recordings of this podcast, I drop the link to the Zoom every Wednesday night at about 7.15 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time in the MVA server. Link in the description. Let's get straight into it. Racing for it tonight because i got to get to bed early so I can get up early. So let's have a look at what's happening in the cryptos now. Where are we? See if we can find the right one. Da, 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 da. No, did I close it down? No. There it is. My brain's hardly working this week. There's so much going on in real life at work. All right, crypto global market cap up 7.7%, was 1.43 trillion, now up to 1.55. We've gone from the fear and greed index, 71 greed. We're now in extreme greed, 82. So, whoo. Bitcoin up 12.6%, now well-established above the 40K mark, 43,505. Ethereum up 9.3%, 2,265. Bit here, there, and all over the place. Tron is the only one ruining the party in the bags I cover. Down just a fraction there. Um, Interesting, that didn't really seem to move based on that uh, Justin Sun news we covered last week. Flows also up a juicy 12.9%, was 67 cents last week, up to 77 cents. And Avalanche also powering ahead over the $25 mark, up 17.7% from last week, $20.92. So Shibunu, a bit of a boost there. And Gala also hitting the 0.03 in the cryptos. So... I don't know, looking pretty good to me. Anyway, over at Upland, 90 average trading volumes. Well, what are we down? Still slip sliding away that little by little every week, down 2.1% on the transaction volume and down 2.6% on the trading volume. Unique active wallets down 0.5%. I imagine we'll see a boost in those stats next week once these... Once the Miami City's released, total unminted properties, we had 1,327 properties minted through the week, still at a very healthy 305,362 properties available. And then what do we get? Another 30,000 or something coming in Miami? Check up on that later. In the city markets, again, caveat, I didn't go through and manually double-check any of these, um, basically because it's a pain in the butt, and I'm probably not going to do it, so... 
we'll just play with the figures that we get. Um, what's jumping out? Dallas has gone from it used to be one of the best opportunities for buy for UPX and sell for USD to now the worst. Detroit's still looking good for that. Uh, Bronx is down 16.7% on the USD, $4 flat, a bit all over the place. Yeah, Dallas got whopped on the USD out, $6.87 last week, down to $5. Ba, ba, ba. London's also still getting slammed on the UPX, was 16797 last week, down to $14,000. And then what's where's some good news? Manhattan up on both the USD and UPX. Uh, push them for $35 and wow, look at that, 86700 That's quite a jump. Nashville's had a boost there. What's going on in Nashville, people? Up on the UPX and the USD. Oakland's had a push on the USD too, pushing away from the $3 floor. And then that's a bit of a mixed bag all the way down. Although look at Rutherford, 38.5% up on the USD. was $13 last week, now at $17.99. That's very healthy indeed. And then a bit all over the place. Tokyo down on the UPX, but up on the USD. So that's all I'm going to cover for that tonight. Because like I said, racing through. We went quick last week. I'm going to try and go even faster this week. I should have just stayed where I was. Neighborhood, neighborhood ratings. Congratulations to Holliswood, who, yes, did take out the neighborhood the neighborhood. Um, collection for the month of November. It was very tight at the end there between... Them and Merced Manor, who was on a big push. So this is the stats for December. Merced Manor currently ahead of Midtown Terrace, then downtown Quailwood, Greenwich Village, kind of stuck in limbo. And then a few here, there, and everywhere. Predictions for December? Hmm. I'd say Merced Manor's probably in for a good shot because I do know there's a lot of support going on there in the back end. Downtown might be a bit of a dark horse, but... If I was a gambling man, which I'm not, I would put my money on Quail Woods. If not this month, then probably definitely next month. There's a big team behind there. And, of course, uh, Rock Drigo, the man with the stats, um, he's all about the Quail Wood. I did try and pull up Rock Drigo's stats, but it doesn't look like he's updated those in a while. So we just stuck with the Upland ones, which doesn't give up. Give us a whole lot of information. Um, interesting note that Mid-10 Terrace, I forgot to check, but it seems like we have still managed to go up somehow. Um, might have something to do with some of the repainted buildings I put up there, but I'm still moving decor out like as much as I can, as fast as I can. So, yeah, not expecting that to go anywhere anytime soon. So that's all for that. Um Master Builders Contest. Now, I said before I was on a bit of a mad scramble. You would think that there would be somewhere that you could quickly go and check who who won, what were the designs, but I couldn't find it anywhere. I went um, to the Upland, to the Upland website. I was clicking around in the Upland Discord server. Couldn't find it anywhere until I went over to the old donut server with Des Jack and gang, and thankfully they've got it over there, although it's a bit harder. don't really use threads myself, so it kind of gets a bit convoluted to follow it all. But anyway, winners of the Master Builders 2 2023, Berlin One Story, Berlin Small House by Prospector. Congratulations. Echo of Berlin by DTEC. <laughs> DTEC, my God, the amount of hours he put into this. Um, he did manage to pull one off, though, so that's... That makes it all the worthwhile. And then Tokyo One Story Building 
by Fatty04. That one looks kind of cool. And Tokyo Tower by Manu Miyoto. That looks like there's a building in on the Gold Coast that looks very similar to that. I think it's called The Wave or something. It's pretty cool. And although one thing, I know DTEC raised this. I believe this has, this might be the building that has eight stories, but the same height, if you compare that to the doors on other buildings, it's only five stories high. So it's one of those consistency things. Lily, was that on your radar at all, the, that whole discrepancy between the amount of floors on some of these buildings? Yeah, look, it's the difference between the old buildings and the new buildings. So in the old style, they don't match real life at all in mm. any direction. So they're switching over to real life sizes. Um, so if that's only five stories tall, uh, it's not real life size. <laughs> yeah, it's a bizarre one. Um yeah, so congratulations. And then there's another one there from, oh, that was Prospector. I did say that. So, yeah, congratulations to all that took parts. Again, it's one of those things, isn't it? So many people put so much time and effort into their into their submissions. Um, I do believe some of them got lost again or, you know, they got the feedback that they didn't meet the requirements at, right at the last minute, even though it was all extended. Um, it would be nice if we could get more than one option. Uh, the communities offered lots of suggestions for different ways that they could go about that. Um, yeah, I don't know. Anybody else want to chime in on that? I'm a, I'm a bit sad about um, that they don't, uh, that Uplet don't checks if the structure fits to the city. If I take the Berlin ones, this wooden mansion uh, in the forest, uh, Berlin, no. <laughs> um, that, that don't fit the city. And this is what the, the, the German community um, also uh, don't find very good, but hey, someone submitted it. They selected it. There were enough votes because people perhaps only look if the building is nice, not if it fits to the city it should belong to. Um, that's a bit sad because I think all this 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 turned tower. Uh, I, I don't think uh, that uh, city hall of this. That doesn't look very nice, but hey. Yes. There were um, a lot of great entries, but I yeah. think in general they might have done that German one based on fairy tales. Um, and Grimm's fairy tales are all German. So I think that's what that's what the impression I got when I looked at it. Yes, I think it just speaks to the point where the more options we could have, the better. I don't want to uh, disregard anything that is submitted. They are this is great buildings. Yeah? That's yep. that's not the not the point we we are upset about, but it, it doesn't fit to the city. That's yeah. that's our uh, yes. which is fair enough feedback. I mean, hopefully they take on some of those suggestions. Um, people have been saying that for a very long time now. I mean. You know, think about some of the townhouses we're putting up all over the bloody map that don't match the city from even way back when. So he has micro houses in Manhattan. Way, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bizarre. All right, so yes, congratulations to the winners of that. Um, what else do we have? The city center plaza. This was that funny looking building that kind of almost looked like a bit of a node map, and it turns out that's kind of almost what it is. So I jumped over onto mobile. 
Um, it was late one night, the other night, so there was nobody in or about. Um, still pretty clunky on mobile. It's pretty hard to do much of anything on it. So, um, as somebody who is a mobile, pretty much mobile only player, um, I can't find myself getting much use out of this. Has anybody jumped on that at peak hour? Are they supposedly able to handle a lot more people or something? We did the Goldsmith show in there today. Hmm. How'd that go? And there weren't a lot of us there, but it was good. Much better than the cafe. Yes. What, what do you think of the overall concept? Like they're dropping the newbies in there. Is it is it going to be overwhelming or is it perfect setup for new players? I think it's fine. Um, I know 20 years ago that was some, looked something like what Second Life was when you joined and you entered on um, the Newbies Island and it looked very similar to that and you went from one screen to the other and got your information and there were people standing around to help you. Mm. So. Uh, in, in my opinion, it's it's uh, it's better than just dropping them on the map of uh, any city uh, where metaverse super app and not the uh, map box <laughs> super app <laughs> where you yes. just uh, look from top down so I, I think it's it's good um, it's a good start perhaps it does look yes. very retro-ish yeah yeah I mean you look at uh, if you go and play around in Decentraland or somewhere like that um, yeah it's I don't know. It's it might be one of those cases where it hasn't really caught up to the tech yet, or maybe they just need more time to flesh it out and fancy it up a bit. So it just seems pretty bare bones, but it is just released, so I guess that's probably a large part of it. Yeah, they do tend to release things in stage one, stage two, right up to stage thirty. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Minimal viable products. Yes, absolutely. Right, so that was that one. Now, the next big news that came, of course, was the Our Upland book. Have you had a chance to check that out or pick that um, pick that one up? No. no. Well, I'm going to give one away tonight, thanks to Joe Lives and the team over there. So if you haven't already seen, so this is a book that, oh, gosh, it was quite a while now that they put the call out there. It was kind of like, almost like a mini questionnaire that, myself and a bunch of other people replied to. I think there's about 30 stories in there, something like that. Currently, you can pick it up on the web uh, via credit card. You can buy an NFT version or you can go through in Amazon and buy the actual paperback book. Um, I picked up the NFT version myself. Let's see if it looks. Yeah, so here we go. And I got mint number 72, just missed out on the 68. It's out on that one. So, yeah, it's pretty good. The NFT works really good. You just flick through it. Um, obviously, I've got this on Google Chrome reduced to 67%, which is no good for my old eyes, but you can zoom it in. And, yeah, works seamlessly, easy to go backwards and forwards. Um, takes a bit to load on my crappy old laptop, and I won't go through them all, but oh, I've got the one page great. I want to check out. It's going to stick stuck on Come on, you can do it, NFT. <laughs> no, I needed to go over one more page. All right. Oh, there we go. So, yes, we everyone answered the same kind of questions. When did you join Upland and who introduced you? How did you get – what? How do you serve or are recognised in the community and why did you join and what do you think 
is in Upland's future. It's, this was taken quite a while ago. Um, so some of the answers in this are funny, hilarious. There's a f- more than a bunch, more than a few cringe moments in there as well. Um, yeah, it's it's a very interesting snapshot in time, I would guess. That's probably the easiest way to say. So yeah, lots of options on how you can pick yourself up a copy of those. I do know Joe and Olivia, I believe they are putting the call out now for entries in for the second book. So make sure you keep your peepers out for that. Um, I'll see if I can track a link down for that and chuck it in the description as well. But if you can't find it, just um, send Joe Leaves a DM. I'm sure he'll hook you up. And like I said, he did give me an NFT version of the book to give away later on. So that's that. Uh, Where are we at? Oh, of course, Upland, the big news, of course. Um, We covered this a couple of weeks ago, the leak that Miami was going to be coming up soon, where they're going to go ahead with it, where they're not. Um, In our little NBA community, there was a bit of 50-50 whether they would or not. And, yes, they are going ahead with it. And, my gosh, did anybody else read the announcement for that? And you just kept reading and reading. But, wait, there's more. But wait, there's more. I was waiting for a set of steak knives or something in the end. It was quite a lot to take in at 5 a.m. or whenever I read that. What do you think about that? The, the overwhelming announcement. It did go on forever with there's more. And it did remind me of the steak knives. You got that right. Yeah, it was a big Kev, wasn't it? But wait. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah sell, selling chamois or something. Absolutely. Yes, I know. There's... Hell of a lot to unpack in that. So we'll do our best tonight. We'll have a quick look through it anyhow. So what do we got here? So yes, no real surprise that it did get released. Um, although there were a couple of surprises in amongst it. So here we go. It's going to move. So prepare to be captivated as Miami burst on the upland scene, bringing with it unprecedented array of events, innovative mechanics, and diverse participation opportunities yes look my computer's melting down trying to load this this isn't just a city opening it's a groundbreaking expansion of our virtual universe yep i'd say that's a pretty good thing from the debut of the exciting burn mechanic now that was something i forget the specific the specific thing that brought that up but that was being talked about in the community the last month or two is there should be some burn mechanic for some of these block explorers So that's interesting to see that they've actually taken that on board and a variety of new ways to engage. This launch marks a significant evolution in the Upland experience. Yes, yes, yes. Wednesday, December 6th at 9 a.m. PT, which is Thursday, 3 a.m. my time. Um, So, yes, it's almost 8 p.m. now, so i got to try and get this done, get it uploaded, get to bed, get a few hours sleep before I get out and do what i got to do. Fun facts about Miami, blah, blah, blah. Miami details. This is the most important thing. So 50% of the city is going to be opened. Now it's starting as a it's starting as a tier four for the treasure hunt. And the official tier is a tier three, knowing that it has to be fully minted out before it gets to that. Um, future expansion, yes, of course. Five landmarks, yada yada yada. Miami map, yes. Terminal style disc. Now, this is, I got to this point and I wasn't the only one. I did see in general through the week some people raise the exact same question as I did, <laughs> except they stopped reading when they got to here. I started face palming about here. Um, hang on. The, the, 
the terminal sale is going to happen after the city release. Well, how's that going to work? But yes, they did follow up later on that they have uh, the Upland Bureau minted one of the terminals in there. So yes, we could get all over there. Uh, Miami yeah, and, and the send fees will get distributed to all new owners. Yes, this, that's this something. Was one of the concerns we had to to say, oh wow, the initial send fee boost you get when you get such a terminal at city release. Um, but they already stated they um, sum it up and divide it equally to all, which is a good idea because so they can shrink the <laughs> announcement um, time to well, maybe one hour. <laughs> Just mint, mint, mint an airport in any city on the world and say, uh, oh, by the way, uh, in the next hour, we will unlock Cape Town. That's <laughs> something true. like this. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's, that's a good let's point. Let's see what the future gets. We will read yeah. it in further versions of the Our Upland book. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Now, it was interesting because it did, um, that immediately kicked off a big debate in the community and a lot of people were saying, look, this is unfair. You know, of course, the city release is the main opportunity to earn, you know, a big income from your terminal. Mm. Um, I forget the name, forgive me, but they were mentioning how, uh, you know, they'd earned 50,000 UPX from their terminal and this, that, and the other thing. Um, then there was some debate about, hang on, this has happened before in some situations, and then they were given the fees on the back end, and, yeah, they followed that up pretty quickly, which was good to see to clarify that because I did see that was starting to kind of – the butthurt on that was starting to snowball a little bit, but they were – the set and team were quick to jump all over that. Yeah, and again, they they get you or they give you three properties minted by Upland Bureau to get some starting points for your Brock Explorers and not to <laughs> send to the airport and hope to get something somewhere. <laughs> yes. Now, this kicked off in general as well. I had that. It might be this one, I think. So we had Green Turtle earlier this afternoon ask, any idea what happened to the three props they said to have minted in Miami already? Can't find them anywhere. And he's listed the addresses. Yeah, if you go to search, um, at least on mobile when I was doing it, you cannot find those properties via search. So what I had to do was go over to Google Maps <laughs> find find the property in real life and then kind of compare that to the upland map and then I narrowed it down. So if you don't know where those kickoff starting off properties are, I do have a post there. It was posted at uh, posted about two hours ago. Um, if you just search Ben68, you'll find it all. Green Turtle, you'll find his post and you can go from there. So there's the three of them there. It's in the rough area and you can zoom in and find it. Um, I think you will find them an hour or two before the release when they unlock Maybe. all the property lines. <clears throat> yeah, that really kind of grinds my gears too. Like I was saying there's plenty to whine about here. Well, this is one of the things. Um, why do why can't we see the properties already? You know, I, I have one specific, specific goal in mind. I want to mint a, a property that's between 400 and 500 up squares for a showroom. That's my one and only goal. Um, now, instead of getting up just before 3 a.m. so I can get as much sleep as possible because it is a work day, don't forget, um, now I have to get up at 2.30 a.m. so I have some time to scroll the map. Um, they put the neighbourhood lines up. Why can't they put the, the property lines up? Just so annoying. Put the property lines up. Put the bloody mint prices up. What difference does it make, really? It's only There's only positives that can come out of it. Or are they just really pushing the FOMO dragon like crazy? 
if they want to keep it secret, they should display it at time the minting starts. That would be fun. <laughs> Not this, you have one or two hours. Uh, for you, it's uh, in the middle of the night. For me, it's uh, the time we have family lunch in the evening um, mm. to do something. But um, yeah. yeah, it's annoying. I don't get it. I mean, maybe this... they, they have fear of Apex land and my tool, which are scraping the APIs to get all these property information as soon as possible to the own DBs. <laughs> well, that's the thing. I mean, we get it eventually. Like I put the call outs, you know, I'll, I'll put a bounty out there before I go to bed. I'll, I'll put the call out. Like if anybody finds some 500 up squared properties and sends me a DM and I managed to mint that one, I'll sling you something as a kickback. Or even we do know that um, I believe it's the analytical assassins and a few other places. Yeah, they 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 work out what the neighborhood base prices are and blah 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 blah. You you eventually get it. So we eventually get the information. But there's so much missed community engagement that's gone because they don't put the the properties up visually. They don't have the mint prices. Back in the day, that used to be half of the fun. You'd you'd have a day or you know. 12 hours to sit there and discuss plans with your little crew or even by yourself, sit there with your notepad and your pen and work out a strategy, a plan of attack here. It's I'm going to be getting up at 2:30 AM, go to the toilet, rub me eyes and try and see where the hell's, you know, mad scramble before, before the green light drops. So bloody annoying for me personally. Anybody else? There's a few people in chat. Don't be shy. Jump in. Have you say? Maybe you love it. Maybe you're not. You love not having an idea of what you're going to buy. I'm just going to sleep. Just going to sleep on through. Did you pick up some of the passes though, Lily? No, because it was at the same time as <laughs> if I was going to So I just slept. Oh, I and you know not... why? Mm. I had a good place in line because I registered in case I was awake. Did you? <sighs> I, I got one. <laughs> Let's see what what it brings. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a major gripe. Um, I'll go back to that because it's worth it's worth diving into that a bit deeper. So yeah, it's great mechanic. Uh, Miami collection reveal, of course, we know that. Um, blah blah blah. I'll go back to the block explorers. Where is that? The past details. So we have there has been a lot of talk about this kind of system, like somehow being able to secure. Uh, collection properties via, you know, I, I said this three or more years ago, I put a suggestion about maybe you could buy a pack of NFTs that contained, you know, collections or, you know, other sorts of properties based on your budget or whatever. So it's cool to see them using this pass opportunity. They were very well priced. But, yes, the timing, <laughs> you know, you, you still had to get up at 3 a.m. to have a chance at getting a pass. And it's supposed to be so people who can't take part in it have a chance to take part in it. Well, up yours. No. Make more than one opportunity to buy these passes. Hell, cater to four different time zones. If there's how many were available? A thousand, wasn't there? Well, bloody split it up. Make it 300 available to cater to one time zone, another 300 another, or however you want to do it. Break it up a bit because, yeah, you, you're trying to, Catered to the wider audience, but you're still just pandering to the bloody PT crowd. Freaking sucks. I, I was lucky enough that I, I happened to get up earlier than usual. Normally I get up at 5 a.m. I happened to get up at 4.30 a.m. to do some other stuff. And I just had a look and I had 
20 minutes to go. So I, I, if I had got up, it would have just been a complete waste of time because I had a shit RNG spot. Um, so I sat there and kept an eye on it. Um, I was very lucky. I was watching it. I think there might have been about 80 left when I got mine. But as soon as I got mine, that must have been when the next block of people, because it went from 80 to like 20. It just went, Zonk! just disappeared. But, yeah, I think it's a it's a good idea. It's a good system. But, yeah, mix it up, for Christ's sake. So freaking over it. PT. Yeah, I, I got position for 30, 30 or 40, mm. and uh, it only says uh, uh, you have one hour left to the next buy opportunity. So maybe I could have bought the second one while others are still in their queue to wait to get or get the possibility to uh, to get one at the same time when I can get the second one. Mm. And as always, KYC, do something against the multi-accounts where it doesn't last seconds after the sale starts. If in uh, BSTS assets, there is, hey, I'm selling my spot. Hey, I'm selling this, this, that, and it's all the same who get per miracle 10 of them or something like yes. that. Where... <laughs> yes. So uh, I think it's a very good idea just it can be executed a lot better, please. Come on. Take take the wider audience into consideration a hey, bit more. It's upland. They, they, they can't do it from the um, first shot, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. So I, I, their heart's in the right place. They just haven't used their head on this one, I think. So um, I, I did manage to get one, as I said. I guess I'll see how I go with the minting in the morning. Um, like I said, I only really have my eye on getting one property i've got a million upx there but i i want to save most of that for collection reveal um if i manage to pick up two just whatever small random properties for the to make the three set for the generic collection i'll probably do that but yeah i do have that pass in my back pocket um inter interesting to see how they go on the secondary market on the back end once collection reveals all goes ahead because what what is there a 15 percent chance for a collection property yeah yes <coughs> pardon me yeah so all right so we'll go back to the block explorers so this was another another kind of interesting one 300 bundles oh that's for the exclusive block explorer shops now i'm a block explorer shop owner that's not yet is it no december 13th but when was the one oh this one that you could do again three bloody am on a work night 50 each 50 each, so they disappear, lickety-split. Multi-accounters paradise, um, although this one, of course, you had to buy the UPX to get it, so I guess that takes care of some of the multi-accounter actions. Um, but, yeah, by the time I got up, they were, of course, all gone. But, yes, pretty cool looking ones, and, yes, the blend, the blending burn mechanic. Interesting, interesting, interesting. So they... There's several warnings on here on make sure you know what you do before you do it. I know the video that X1 put out, he really tried to push that home as well. Um, make sure you got the right combos because if you burn the wrong combo, you're just going to be S out of luck. Um, so oh, it'll yeah. be interesting. Interesting to General see how many people will, go will get the battlefield. <laughs> well, <laughs> <It's just laughs> because there are, well, I think five to ten percent of the people uh, who just accidentally burned the wrong one, or yes, burned one, uh, burned the wrong um, one on purpose to then to then complain in the general. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't yeah. surprise me. 
wouldn't surprise yeah. me at all. But hey, so. new 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 technique, maybe something which could be enabled for further sales. Yes, you never know. Now I am going to try and take part in this Block Explorer shop. Now, unlike the previous one they had, I think there's a pretty good chance here. 300 bundles, you get three Block Explorers per bundle, and it's only eight yeah. ninety nine. That seems yeah, very okay. reasonable. Yeah. yeah, especially I'll probably I'm going to try and pick up maybe three of these bundles, but I'll be using that purely to then sell in my Block Explorer shop to try and get a bit of a boost to get some extra USD in there for the upcoming Totem Five sale because I did through the week I did manage to secure the extra totems I was missing so I just need the the last two for the full set. But are we able to buy more than one of these packs? I if I remember right, these jerseys they sold exclusively to Block Export. There were one per a one and done, month. yeah. There there wouldn't be three hundred block explorer shops in there, surely, would there? In, uh, in our plan. Right, I take a look. Each bundle or asking owners. my database. <laughs> yes, players will have the option to participate. I thought I read that somewhere. Well, that's a good point. Yeah, maybe I'm only going to be able to buy one. Hopefully not. I'd like to buy three. Um, but yeah, very interesting. Uh, these block explorers look cool. You can uh, imagine those. I have 506 block explorer shops in Upland. Oh, really? Well, there you go. Maybe that is part maybe... of it. A few of them are already closed, but these mm. are the ones that uh, get added since we can apply for them. All right. Well, maybe it's maybe a one and... 450 active. Yeah, maybe. So again, got to get up at stupid AM. Um, well, in that case, if it's a one and done, I won't get up at stupid AM. I'll set my alarm an hour or two after because I can't. They they won't disappear fast if it's one and done. Mm. But yes, but as usual, very... no information about this. <laughs> no, 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 no. So yes, very, very cool concept. I think um, we covered the passes. Did we miss anything else? I feel like there was more, wasn't there? Wasn't there more? Da, 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 passes. Ah, oh, the special edition Miami cars giveaway. Ah, oh, yes, these look cool as well. So to top it all off, as a token of their appreciation for everyone involved in Minty Miami, they're going to give away fifteen exclusive Miami themed cars. Um, these look really cool. So for every property you mint in Miami, including those minted by property pass owners, you receive one entry in the exclusive giveaway. Of course, that I wonder if that includes if you're a pass, if you just hold the pass or if you have to trade it in for the actual property. Um, with only five mints of each, this is a chance you won't want to miss. Yeah, they're going to be very exclusive like the London, the Union Jack branded ones that were out and about. Um, so yeah, that's going to be pure RNG that one. So good luck to everybody. And yes, a lot, a lot going on. So all in all, I think this is really cool. It's kind of like Bueller Man said there. It's it's interesting that they kind of dropped it at last minute. Initially, you'd say, oh, they they weren't, you know, it's a last minute thing. But clearly, they were ready for it and they were planned for it because the leak did drop. So uh, they they are. A long time ago ready for it because if you take a look at these uh, terminal uh, lists where you can see where to fly it from which city tokyo missing berlin missing so i think miami was prepared before both cities get launched yes yes yeah, so maybe keep your eyes out like Bill man said if if they can reduce that 
that um, city release schedule down to an hour or two, that could be quite interesting. And of course, it's probably going to be at 9am goddamn PT. So what else do we have? So yeah, there, were, there was a few extra updates that came through. We did have the Miami Terminals update. We covered that. Um, the Miami Launchpad properties, we covered that. And there was also the Douglas Park removal, which, what do you know, Douglas Park, as soon as I thought saw that, I was like, well, that's where I want to put my um, showroom because that's I have a family clip family connection to the douglas name no that's not my last name but i do have a family connection to the douglas name and of course the one neighborhood that gets removed for some unknown reason is douglas park so wah, 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 bad luck for that so yes as i said i'm putting it out there if you're listening to this uh i, I will be going to bed soon if you do manage to find some 500 up squared ish properties if you can take a screenshot and sling me a dm if I manage to secure that myself, I'll fix you up with some kind of prize. So anybody else, what's your plans for Miami? What are you into? Lily sleeping through. You're the man, you're gonna be minting while you're munching on some late lunch? Oh no. I think no. I think I will uh, just take a look uh, how it goes and then uh, focus back on the mini games. <laughs> the mini games, yes. Oh. The mini game challenges. Nice. And if you have a second for this, I just discovered there are four new types of cards manufactured. Oh, that's cool. From Upland. From the Upland Cards account, you have a, a Sneaky Doodle, Frumpy Crumbs, Giddy Biscuit, Frumpy Crumbs, Blank, mm. 225 existing mints, um, Christmas design, I think. There's a, uh, how do you call it in English? Um, sugar cane. Sugar cane? Cane. Ah, candy, and, uh, candy cane design. Yeah. Candy cane, uh, yeah. Leb, yeah, Lebkuchen. <laughs> um, this uh, little baked man, I don't know. Gingerbread but man, yeah. Gingerbread, yes, that was it. Yes. <laughs> My English gets better every time I talk to someone. Um, <laughs> I, I, think, I think we get some Christmas event because they won't uh, sell a thousand cards or uh, 900. I think yes. we get an event where we can... <laughs> Buy something for dollars and get a chance to get one or like something like this. <laughs> yeah, I think we'll have this Miami City release. Um, yeah, don't learn your English from Australians, absolutely. Um, yeah, I think we'll probably get the Totem 5 uh, that pushed out and then I think they'll be all in on the, the Christmas stuff. Um, Go-karts, I nearly FOMO'd into one of the Genesis Go-karts. But then I saw what DTEX got going on with. Um, he's a UGC go kart content creator, so I'll be hanging out to buy one of his awesome a designs. Master, a mess chef deck. Yeah, um, there's a bunch. Um, yeah, if, if you haven't seen DTEX, um, the ad he's put out for his Phantom design, go and check that out. Oh yeah, um, the, the green Twitter yeah. looks looks amazing. <laughs> so I can't wait to get one of those. If you want to take a look at these upland cards? Just take the asset search and put in cart. Nice. <laughs> Just uh... get a sneaky peeky. Um, Finsky, what do you got going on? Welcome aboard, mates. Finsky's just going to mint a couple of props for the basic city collection. Yep. Hopefully, you mint something good, but that'd just be a bonus. Maybe our Independence Day today helps a bit. Oh, congratulations, Independence Day. So, yes, that's Miami. Good luck, everybody. All the best. Hopefully you got a plan. Hopefully you stick to it. Don't forget there's lots more to spend your hard-earned Apex on. Um, there's also the post-collection reveal USD under mints. So, yeah, 
plenty of opportunities to get involved, even if you're jack of the PT or you have to work or whatever. All right, moving on to quips, um, quips, questions, insights, provocations, and statements. There's a link to the to the Google form in the description. Send me a quips, and you're going to win yourself some kind of prize if we use it. Uh, this week we've got first time quips are Kushal089 who asks, "How do you think Upland plans on keeping new players engaged in the game daily?" Are the layer two mini games enough to create that engagement or Upland would develop core gameplay like treasure hunting where players actually gain something for spending time and doing tasks in the game? Bueller Man, sounds like you're all over the layer two mini games. What do you reckon? Yeah, oh, but my mini game, I don't think you, you need to play it daily. It's uh, just uh, a little one on ones uh, in the first iteration. Um, then, you know. You set up a tournament, you join, you wait for the blockchain to confirm, you just uh, do a one-on-one -on -one and then you get a prize or not. <laughs> um, I don't think that this is something that would um, stick me long time in the game. Uh, yep. But maybe I, the, the, the other ones, this Sparkade, um, this Sub-X, and uh, there are some nice, um, nice little games. Let's, let's see what we get. It's a few days till the 14th and... and um, yeah, maybe there are some developers who will launch after it because they don't get finished. Maybe I, I get finished. Maybe I get not finished, but I, I'm not for the 1 million epics. It would it would be a nice bonus, but if the game launches and um, I can earn some developer fees from it, that would Better. be enough. Yes, I have seen what Mr. Alan C with suffixes put out there. Those kind of little mini twitchy games. Yeah, that that's... Yeah. I mean, I, I play, I am a mobile gamer. That's basically what I play is mobile Twitch games, you know, a minute here, two minutes there. Um, yeah. So anything like that, yeah, I'd, that would definitely get me further engaged. I mean, I'm always checking out Upland stuff daily anyway. Um, but as Kushal has mentioned here, I still firmly believe that Upland needs to do some more layer one gamification themselves. Um not just palm everything off to layer two. Let's let's take a look when they launch the totem mini game. <laughs> yep, it's and nothing for all the players, but for the part who uh, who bought the totem or got uh, yes. secondary market one. I yeah, think well. there will be a few surprises in the next maybe year or two with features. I I, I can't imagine they don't do something like this because this would kill their economy. If they don't do something and say, yeah, we're layer two here, layer two there. Yep. Take a look here. We only we are only here to sell your stuff for USD to get our salary. <laughs> yes. I, I think it'll be a case kind of like with um outdoor decor map assets where you know it takes the first few people to start getting their stuff out there and then other people see that and think, well, you know what, I could probably do something with like that, and then the floodgates open. I expect similar thing will happen with these mini games um yeah it might even get me to it, bust yes, off some of yes, my yes, old yes. games uh, i i hyped myself if uh, once i got approved my block explorer and football shop and uh, a few days later there were thousands more <laughs> because yes. they uh, just said okay everyone who applies here is your shop <laughs> yes absolutely. um yeah same happened with the speedway meta ventures um 
Yeah. Yes. Otherwise, that they could boost daily engagement. Um, we have seen that with the the new kind of the center that they released. Um, maybe as more cafes get into the hands of different people all around the community with different programs got going on. Um, who knows? But again, that's all kind of layer two ish stuff. I I think one of the probably one of the biggest things that they could do is give us the in-home functionality, you know, allow us to display our NFTs internally in our structures, give us a rental system, give us a transportation mechanics, all of that sort of stuff. Yes, we know that's coming. Um, because with all these content creators for Map Asset, um, they need to release many, many more cities <laughs> to get all this stuff somewhere placed. Uh, if yes. I take a look at Midtown Terrace, uh, you don't have space for another Midnight Weeper from from Too Stupid or something like this because the properties are full. <laughs> Not for long. I'm busy as every spare second I can get. I'm bailing it out because I did. Um, I did secure a boutique, a boutique showroom property in La Salle through the week. So that means I have every city now covered. Um, I have showrooms going up in every single city. And obviously that's my target for tonight too, is to get one in Miami. So that's kind of exciting. But yes, I've got to stock them all one at a goddamn time, which is not fun, but it's I'm doing it for free. So I've got to take advantage of this short window while I can. So yes, lots of avenues there for more increased engagement and gamification there, Cashel. I think it's probably just a matter of eventually and time. Um, second one is from regular Quipsa 6 week 6 who asks, isn't it just a little concerning that all of these totems are being sold and resold and we still don't have a full explanation of how valuable they'll be? Um, yes, I did go and pick up some of the missing totems that I had, although one of those was at least under mint for USD. Actually, I think two of them were. So there is some pretty good deals out there. Um, totem valuations. I think we're probably in the honeymoon period at the moment. Imagine something like, I think it might've been you, Buleman, or somebody said uh, last week, imagine if you get some kind of badge for collecting all 10 of them or it, in, it unlocks something special within the stem tree or boosts your protem or if there's some kind of mechanic for having the full set, that's going to be a game changer as far as prices goes. Um, then I guess it's, it's probably a case of the FOMO kicking in. Once protem is actually being generated, people that don't have one may look to pick up more. Um, and then, of course, there's going to be people that just feel like that they got jibbed no matter what they do and they're going to rage quit and sell and drop the floors. So that's a, um, It's a, a crypto. We are, we are in the crypto space and that's much speculation. I, yeah. I bought some of my Spark uh, in, my, in my early days, not the early, early days of Upland. Um, and uh, I made good updates with them, renting, renting them out. But it was speculation poor. And now I'm uh, scratching my head why I, if I would bought them now for $460 spark exactly. uh, when I got uh, the five yeah. updates. But uh, it would be lower if the spark exchange would allow lower <laughs> rates. I, I think then it would go down again. Yeah. But hey, that's part, that's part of the, the game or the speculation. Huh? 
Yeah, I mean, I, I think currently for the UPX prices, the totems are way overvalued. Like when I was looking to buy those missing ones, you know, they're you're talking over a hundred thousand UPX, up to two hundred for some of these ones. Um, that's why I was really reluctant to spend my USD because I wanted to save that to buy the last chapter ones. But you sh am I going to pay one hundred and fifty thousand UPX for a totem, or am I going to pay forty dollars? You know, it's yeah, and Sones has just said said that in there. You could you couldn't get totems for less than seventy dollars. Now they're close to forty dollars. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, as far as which way that pendulum's going to swing, it just depends on the information that comes and how the community reacts to that information. It is a very much a crapshoot. Although I would say, my, kind of my thinking on my move to pick up those extra ones that I was missing, I think I mentioned this uh, a few shows ago, like. Imagine you could go back in time and do everything that you could to secure as much spark as possible before that first airdrop came through. Well, you'd probably do as much as you could, kind of like what Peel mentioned then. So that's kind of my thinking with this protom thing as well. Invest a little bit of time and um, USD and UPX or whatever at the moment and just see where it goes. Uh, but it is a crapshoot. Maybe you can use the totem in a layer two game, hint, hint. <laughs> yeah, something. I mean, ah, nice. All right. Yeah, well, we do know eventually. Well, it's one of those things too. I don't think it's been clarified that um, can you choose when to begin your protom generation event? Um, if if it's going to be a kind of global thing, if it's going to be okay, you start now, and then there's an end period. Well, you know, once all these totems are going to be burned out, then the value drops considerably unless some kind of layer two situation kicks in. But if they can make it where if, if I've got, you know, 10 goat totems and everybody in the community burns out the goat totems and I've got 10 of them sitting there that I haven't cracked the seal on, you can see that the value of those would, you know, would have to go up. Yeah, but, but. yeah if, 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 the, if you just can choose when to start your totem, um, it would be nice for all the statistic gurus yep. <laughs> outside to check, okay, if I feed them now, uh, what happens if I feed them an hour yeah. after? And then you get all these guides up and then everyone is exactly timing when to press which button. Um, yep. And this would lead to um, uh, distribute more stem. And maybe that is something Upland doesn't want. So they say, okay, we start now round one and in 30 days, there's round two and 30 days again, yep. round three, and then they are empty. So, yes. uh, so you don't can just optimize your strategy to the last bit of STEM to get. Absolutely. So I, I think that kind of speaks to six week sixes concerns there where we still don't have a full explanation. Yeah. Mm because we don't have a full explanation of how it's all going to play out, it's kind of all of the value at the moment is just what you know, pure is, speculation. Huh? No explanation for it. <laughs> yeah, pure speculation. So anyway, so cheers for that. Kishel 089 and 666. You both won yourself a Samurai Aquatics Christmas spiral color of your choice. I'll be in touch to see which one you want and to arrange delivery. Reminder that if you submit a quips and you want to, to claim your price for doing so, Make sure you include your in-game name in your submission. Now, I did get a few DMs of these through the week. Um, I have been asking people, look, 
DMs are good, but can you just sling it in that Google form? Because then it's just not going to get lost. I always check the Google form before anything else in my mad scramble to get ready. Um, if you send me a DM, chances are I'll probably brain fade and forget about it, um, which would be sad because there's plenty of good ones coming in. So thank you to everyone who shared those. So, all right. Um, gosh, we're running long for time. So, all right, going to slam through these. Uh, going to cover... Some of the other wider Web3 stuff. Now, this is an interesting one. KISS is retiring again in brackets, but this time they're being replaced with Metaverse avatars. Now, this, I did have a look at this. So on December 2nd, Rock Legends KISS played a final, a final final show as part of their farewell tour. But before they called it a day, the makeup-wearing Rocket Rockers made one final vague announcement. They said they would be they would live on forever as digital avatars somewhere, probably. Now, it goes on to say, you might be thinking, wait, didn't KISS already do a big farewell tour? And yes, they did in 2000, but then blah, blah, blah. Yeah, okay, so where's the interesting stuff? Uh, KISS co-founder and original member Paul Stanley revealed the band's new digital era. And this is in quotes from him. You know something? The end of this road is the beginning of another road, Stanley said on stage. We're not going anywhere. You'll see us all in different things all the time. See you in your dreams. We love you. Good night. After some fire and smoke filled the stage, the band members, the real human ones at least, vanished, and a large screen behind where they were standing began showing what... I, meaning the reporter, can only describe as Cyber Mountains. Seconds later, as the crowd cheered on, digital recreations of KISS created by Industrial Light and Magic, the studio behind visual effects in Star Wars and Jurassic Park, appeared on screen alongside more supernatural elements. For example, Gene Simmons was now sporting demon wings. Digital Stanley then spoke, KISS Army, your love, your power has made us immortal. The new KISS era starts now. What does all this mean? Good question. It doesn't seem like Kiss knows at this point. So, okay. You can imagine combining this with AI. Um, there may be Kiss records, Kiss tours um, for many decades yet to come, even after band members have passed and moved on. Um, I don't know. I think that's pretty cool. It's, it's taking a concept, uh, if you're familiar with the band Static X, Wayne Static, the lead singer of that band, he died oh, quite a while ago now. But that band has toured with Guest kind of not – they're not impersonating him as a lead singer. They're kind of reimagining him as a kind of robot android figure. It's really cool, some of the shows they do. I was going to go to the Australian tour, but the timing just didn't work out. So there is precedent there for – at least that's one example. I'm sure there's others. Hasn't there been like – um. Oh, what is there? Tupac did like a hologram show or things like this. So, yes, with the emergence of AI, and AI now can generate songs and lyrics in in the style of other things. Um, as long as Kiss is signing their name to that, yeah, it's well, could be just the start. So that's an. I thought that was kind of cool. So moving back on, this next one's funny too. Musk, Elon Musk, who warned about threats of AI, seeks to raise $1 billion for his own chatbot. Yeah. So, yes, trying to shut it down so he can have some time to catch up on his own stuff. Billionaire Elon Musk, who has time and time again warned against the potential dangers of AI tech has, and how it threatens humanity, is now seeking to raise a $1 billion for his AI startup, XAI, which he is hoping 
What did I press then? Dropped away, which is hoping to compete with OpenAI's ChatGPT. Uh, Tuesday, it was revealed that Musk company has gathered 134.7 million million earlier this year, and yeah, plans to raise another one billion overall. So yes, that's quite funny. Um, moving on, let me just preload some of these. Ah, this is a bit concerning. This one: multiple NFT collections are at risk via a flaw in open source library. Uh, vulnerability in an open source library that is common across the Web3 space impacts the security of pre-built smart contracts affecting multiple NFT collections, including Coinbase. The disclosure came early today from Web3 development platform ThirdWeb. The announcement provides a minimum of details, which irks some users who wanted clarifications that could help them protect contracts. So, yeah, keep an eye out on that one if you have NFT collections on Coinbase or somewhere else. It may be something that you want to get on your radar and check out. All right. Now, crypto news. Spanish man wanted by the FBI for North Korean crypto scheme arrested. Now, this is kind of... So, basically, this Spanish guy um, who I believe he was involved in... I think he was an Ethereum dev at some stage. Apparently sold a whole bunch of tech and information to North Korea on how they could use blockchain and crypto to launder money. Oh, yeah, it says here, and evade sanctions. As and We do know from way back in the day that North Korea has been hugely influential on a whole bunch of crypto hacks and NFT phishing scams and all sorts of stuff. So apparently old mate's been caught. He was sentenced to serve 63 months in prison, followed by three years suspended uh, supervised release as part of the plea agreement he must also pay a hundred grand so yeah ouch um if you're selling secrets to places like north korea you shouldn't be surprised to get a good old smacky smacky eventually and one more i believe to cover play to earn major breakthroughs and partnerships in the gaming industry for web3 surely uplands in the mix here number one game three web3 gaming awards shortlist with two million prize pool um, nine Chronicles attracts over 200,000 200, pre-registrations. Number three, Axie Infinity Classic revealed. Number four, Gods Unchained. Number five, Ubisoft and Animoca Brands partner for Mochaverse. We covered that last week. Number six, Pixel Game Faces Bot Challenge. And number seven, Gaming Industry Insights 2024. Key takeaways for gaming professionals. No mention of Upland again. As I keep saying, this is the kind of stuff we want Upland in the mix for. Gaming industry insights in this brief but impactful news article, gaming professionals, developers, and industry enthusiasts are presented with important insights into the evolving play-to-earn landscape. Well, Upland's all about play-to-earn. Um, games, what is this, awards, shortlists? Yeah, no mention of Upland at all in this, which sucks. Want that to happen, please. Uh, meet service news. Poor old Chooky Chooks in Australia. Chicken spillover causes traffic chaos in southwest Sydney. <laughs> Was this on your news at all, Lily? Did you hear about this? No, I didn't. Apparently, a lost load of frozen chickens has caused traffic chaos and a busy roundabout in southwest Sydney. Motorists approaching a, this roundabout came to a standstill on Wednesday with dozens of raw chickens seen on the intersection. Oh, poor old chookies. Imagine going through all that and that's where you end up. That's Australian news. 
New Zealand News. Dunedin underwear thief strikes again, this time in Gisborne. A man who stole women's underwear and filmed young women in showers. Oh, what a creep. Has been jailed. Oh, that's good. They've caught him. Has been jailed for similar offending in Gisborne. Good, good, good. Creep. Get out of here. And Japanese news. Now, this was kind of very interesting. So Japanese experimental nuclear fusion reactor inaugurated. So the world's biggest experimental nuclear fusion reactor in operation was inaugurated in Japan on Friday, a tech in its infancy, but built by some as the answer to humanity's future energy needs. And I wasn't aware of this myself. Um, fusion differs from fission, the technique currently used in nuclear power plants by fusing two atomic nuclei instead of splitting one. Interesting. Well, let's just hope whatever they do, they design the bloody backup generators, not in the basement, on the freaking roof. Hopefully. And that's the end of the Meet Sudiverse news. All right, we powered through that. Let me catch up on the notes. Uh, Midtown Terrace news. Yeah, um, as I mentioned, check out the newly renovated MTU sign in the roofs over in Midtown Terrace, thanks to the help of Team UCC and all of the Spark Stakers. If you want to check that out, 200 Delbrook Ave is a good reference point to go and have a look. MBE news, uh, there won't be a the Metaverse and Beyond podcast recorded this week as I've got the I've got the Christmas party for the kiddies on Saturday um, and then I've got a family breakfast at the beach planned for Sunday. See, things, see how things pan out next week. Uh, crazy time of the year. I do have a couple of people in mind that I'm going to hopefully get to chat to. Um, moving on to NBA server competition wheel stuff. Last week's challenge in the contest channel of the NBA server, looking ahead at the Upland Down Under podcast kicking off in 2024. What segments would you like to see? Stay, dropped, added, a uh, bit of a mixed bag. Lots of really good suggestions there. Um, it did kind of all lead me to point in a kind of fun, interesting direction that I'm definitely going to explore next year. I've still a few things I need to work out with my schedule and how that can be better rolled out. Um, so keep your eyes and ears out for that one. Hopefully more content, but maybe a bit shorter form, something like that. Um, Cause yeah, there was, there seemed to be some pretty clear distinctions on what was interesting, what wasn't interesting to some people. So thank you for that. Uh, your name is going to roll on a list of all entrants for the chance to win a Samurai Aquatics Christmas Spiral colour of your choice. Now, there is going to be a bonus spin on this wheel, as I said, uh, because Joe Lives and team from the Our Upland book are giving away one of their NFTs. Now, I'm going to do that spin first, assuming, yes, the wheel of names is up. Now, I am going to... Actually, I'll do this one first, and then so this is going to be for the weekly challenge, Christmas spiral color of your choice, and then I'm going to add in the live participants, and you'll go on the wheel for the NFT as well. Laban just jumped in too. Oh, look at that, Laban. So that was the weekly challenge. Congratulations. You got another one. So that's Laban. I'm not going to take him out. I'm going to add, let me add who's live. Now, we had a bunch pop in this evening. Thank you for that. Sparrow. I better, some of these are new. I'm not 100% up to speed on some of these names, so I'll patch them all in. Lily, um, Beulah, I know you guys. Sir. It's already on. 
Sernes Broski, Anna Broski, um, Justin Rudolph. Don't know that one, so I'll put that for one in. Kinda, no, Kinda. Finsky. And LeBam was already in there. Now we hang on. Let me we might have doubled up there. Oh well what the hell? If you managed to if you managed to get the weekly challenge in and you're on live, I think that's fair enough. You get two stabs at it. Let me just check I didn't miss anybody. So Ness, Sparrow. Lily's in there. Alright, so this is gonna be for the our upland book NFT giveaway. Good luck, everybody. Oh, look at that. Justin. I'll write that down. Justin Rudolph. Are you still in chat? Or did you bounce? Let me have a look. He bounced. All right. So I'll try and get in contact with him. If you're listening on the back end, um, Justin, can you send me a DM, please? And I'll hook you up with Joe Leaves to get that to you now. So that brings us to our live participant challenge. So I should be able to zoink all of those. And this is, again, this is going to be for a Summer Aquatics Christmas spiral. It's that time of the year. Color of your choice. And another new person. Look at that. Good on you. Sparrow 1984. Now, Sparrow was up early in the in Europe somewhere. Sparrow, if can you send me a DM if you're still listening? Can you send me a DM just so I can touch base and make sure I get that to you? Because sometimes people have different Zoom names and then I can't find them. And then it's a bit of a drama trying to catch up to people. Uh, let me catch up on chat. I'm Justin, aka Connor. Ah, oh, well, that makes sense. So you got two Debs there. Lucky. Um, Kinda, you know Joe lives. You can send him a DM. I'll let him know that you're on the way as well. Yeah. Oh, no, I didn't mean a direct message here. Can you send me a direct message on Discord Sparrow if that's possible? Just search for Ben68. You should be able to find me. Yes. Okay. Thank you, Kinda. Yeah, send Joe a DM, let him know, and I'll confirm too with DM. So he knows that's you. All right, so that's last week's challenge and this week's live participants. So for this week's challenge, of course, it's going to be Miami-related. So get yourself in the contest channel in the NBA server. Let us know what you think about the changes and additions made to or for the Miami release. Do you love it all? Are you a whiny old prick like I am? Um, did you take part in the Miami release that is to come? If so, how'd you go? If you didn't, why not? Uh, your name will, of course, roll on a list of all entrants for the chance to win some kind of prize and a reminder that every weekly challenge submission you put in not only gets you on the wheel for the following week's prize, it also adds an entry for you into the massive bag of prizes that will be won in the final upland down under podcast show of the year. All of the weekly entrants are going to go in for that. And this includes the grand prize of 1 million up X after after fees. That is assuming of course, that the FOMO dragon doesn't ride me off and down into the abyss for the Miami release or the Miami collection reveal. Have to see how we go with the live participants wheel. So that's all I've got this week. Um, yeah, we did run a bit longer than I was planned. So good luck, everybody. If you are sleeping through, good on you. If you're getting up or you're staying up or whatever for the Miami release, best of luck. And like I said, um, putting it out there, if you do happen to find a 500 up squares property anywhere from, say, 400 up squares to about the 600 mark, um, send me a DM. And if I happen to... Mint that one, 
I'll sling you some kind of prize on the back end, some kind of kickback. All right, that's all I've got for this week. Thanks, everybody. A reminder that if you are in a time zone that fits in with the Wednesday night recording schedule starting at 7.30 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time and you'd like to get involved, the link to the weekly Zoom is dropped in the NBA server about 15 minutes prior. Link in the description. And I won't, I won't spiel that last bit because, yeah, I'm busy this week and probably next week anyway. But, yes, if you want to get involved, send me a DM. That's the easy way to do. Or drop a comment in the YouTubes. And that, my friends, is all we have. All the best. Have a great week and we'll catch you later. This metatainment production is brought to you today by the Samurai Aquatics and Decor MetaVenture, one of the premier and original destinations for Upland UGC map assets in the Upland Metaverse. Samurai Aquatics is thrilled to offer an introductory price on selective items for a limited time only this November and December. First up, glide into the festive spirit with the magnificent Samurai Slay. Normally priced at 34,000 UPX, this season's must-have flex piece is available to you for just 29,000 UPX or 25 USD. And for those of you out there looking to add a touch of romantic style to your upland spaces, the Love Heart Jacuzzi is making a splash. Regularly $15, it can be yours for the introductory price of only $12 USD. This is a USD-only item and is the perfect asset for you to pretend to warm up those chilly upland evenings all by yourself or with your special someone or someone. Ooh, la, la. And lastly, don't miss the full set of five Christmas spirals, a colourful addition to any of your structures or blue pixels in the upland metaverse. Now at an exceptionally value of 90000 UPEX or 75 USD, down from the regular price of 126,000 UPX or $126. To reserve your set of Christmas spirals, you have to send a direct message to me, Ben68, on Discord. Sale is on now at 30 Aquavista Way in Midtown Terrace, San Francisco, and will expand to our other showrooms in the coming weeks. Remember, these exceptional deals are only available in November and December. Sorry, Dewa. Shitsurei, Tashimasu.